Well, we have dealt with some unusual, very unusual stories on the show before, but this next one falls into that category. It is unusual. And you've ever heard of vanishing twin syndrome? Well, our next guest is all too familiar with it. It happened to her. She was pregnant with twins until she suddenly wasn't. Well, what happened then? Eleanor Barker-White is the author of My Name is Eleanor and joins us now. Eleanor, thank you so much for being here. Hi there. Lovely to uh, meet you. What is Vanishing Twin Syndrome? Like, did you know about this before? No, I had absolutely no idea. So um, I, was, I went for a course of IVF with my husband because we'd been trying for a baby for over a year. Nothing was happening and we'd gone for IVF treatment. And, um, and then when we went to the first scan at eight to nine weeks, um, I was told that I was carrying twins. And that was quite a surprise, um, completely unexpected. And we were delighted, I went home and we discussed it and talked about all the practicalities of it. And um, I got used to the idea, was looking forward to it. And then when I went back to the next scan at uh, 13, around 13 weeks, um, I was told that there was only one baby in the womb and that the other one had vanished. And uh, I'd had no bleeding, no symptoms of anything going wrong, no cramping, and, um, and they told me that sometimes it happens, and it's called vanishing twin syndrome, and the baby just, uh, they, baby just gets absorbed by the surviving twin. Okay, so how, how did this impact you? Like, what, what happened when your baby was born, and you, you still thought about this? Yeah, so, I mean, even after, well, for the rest of the pregnancy, I just thought it was bizarre that my, um, my other child could be carrying elements of this the other twin and um, even after he was born I just I, I thought it was phenomenal and um, I couldn't really get my head around it because it sort of contradicted everything I sort of knew about biology and inheritance and genetics and it didn't really make any sense to me. And how is your son? So that when your son was born did you notice anything? No, so I mean he's very very healthy and um, Although he is quite sort of mature for his age, he's always been very stoic, quite quiet. And he does, he used to say that he sort of felt there was something just different about him, but he couldn't figure out why. Um, and I've, I've never made any secret of the fact that he's had a vanished twin, um, which he's perfectly fine with. But apart from that, he had no, you know, no other outward signs that anything had ever happened. So interesting. So what did you learn about vanishing twin syndrome? I'm sure you must have thought, I need to know more about this. Yes, yeah, yes. I did. So, um, I mean, I, yeah, I was just sort of baffled by it all, really. So I, I did some research and I found that there was hardly anything about it on the internet. And um, my husband was very matter of fact about it. And he said, oh, don't worry, you know, we've still got one. And let's focus on that. But I just, I just wanted to learn more. And I found that when I started doing research, it was actually quite a common thing, but nobody really talked about it. And um, there were forums, you know, on internet forums where people had discussed it, but it was almost like a whispered secret, like a guilty secret, as though, you know, it, it shouldn't really be talked about. We should just be grateful that we have this one twin remaining. So that was interesting for me. And I also discovered that there was the, um, well, later on when I started writing Eden, I discovered even more bizarre things. Um, that there was a case in 2014 where a man 
went for IVF and when his son was born, um, he wasn't an exact, he didn't come up as a genetic match to the child. He only had 10% um, genetic match to the child. And it turns out that 25% of his unborn vanished twins DNA was actually showing up in his son's DNA. Wow. Wow. So is this this one of those, another one of these cases, do you think, where we tend to have silence around problems in childbirth or, you know, women's health issues where we didn't talk about them because women were just supposed to be so stoic about these things? Yeah, I mean, I I think that's probably it. And I think for me, I I felt um, I should be grateful and that there were other people experiencing miscarriages and they had lost their child and they had nothing to show for it. And so I did feel, yeah, I did feel a little bit guilty that um, I shouldn't be complaining because I still had one child. And so over time you talked about, what was it like for you to write the book? So it was, yeah, it was really interesting actually. And it was cathartic. um, And it just, I needed to have that space from, so my son is now 16. um, And I needed to have that space in order to process it. I couldn't have written it soon after he was born or the few years afterwards um, because I actually also donated eggs and I had a phone call from the clinic afterwards to say that a little girl had been born as a result of my egg donation to another family. So that sort of compounded everything um, and that was quite curious. But um, yeah, so I, I just, I kept on thinking what happened to that other twin and is it inside my son somewhere? And I started thinking about it from a storytelling point of view. And I thought it would make a really interesting psychological thriller, just exploring the dynamics in the family and how it would change them all if the vanished twin were to return. So do you know how common this is? Yes, yeah, so it's um, between 15 and 25% of all pregnant, all multiple pregnancies um, result in vanishing twin syndrome. So it is, it's not uncommon. And you still think about it every day? No, no, I don't now. I mean, now I've got distance from it and I'm very accepting of it. But I just thought it's lovely that I've been able to write the book and that some good has come out of it. It Um, it, it is, yeah. yeah. Have you heard from other people? No. Yes, yeah, lots of other people. So um, when I was pregnant and had vanishing twin syndrome, I was on a lot of forums and I talked about it on forums. And a lot of other people came forward and talked about their experience. And um, even now with the book coming out, there, there are a lot of people that have, um, have said, oh, I know somebody this happened to, or my sister, this happened to my sister. And so, it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's starting to be talked about, which is really lovely. Well, Eleanor, thank you so much for sharing the story with us today. Thank you. That's Eleanor Barker-White, author of My Name Was Eleanor, talking about how she was impacted by what's called vanishing twin syndrome. I was curious about how often does this happen? And they think it's between 15 to 35% of like multiple pregnancies. So pregnancies that result in multiple babies are reduced to a single fetus because of vanishing twin syndrome, right? So bizarre too.